0: Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we are continuing looking at the idea of Thanksgiving, of course, through Scripture. And there's a lot of Scripture that we could go into look at. Yesterday we looked at Psalm chapter 100. One of the practices that I tend to do this week of Thanksgiving every year is I tend to read Psalm 100. Every day of the week throughout the week of Thanksgiving, it's just it's one of those things that I've I've done for years and years, and I just really enjoy going and focusing in on a passage of scripture that is themed to kind of what the week is going through. Now, today we're not going to be looking at Psalm chapter one hundred, but I wanted to share with you something that I do in my life to help keep my mind focused on thankfulness, especially when we're going and saying, "Look." Uh, this is a time of year that we're we're setting aside specifically to be thankful. When, whenever I find myself slipping outside of uh, the the realm of thankfulness, too, because sometimes that happens. It's easy to 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 start to not be thankful, to become ungrateful. Um, to go and to become kind of grumbly sometimes. Uh, one of the things that I also do is that I end up throwing in Psalm chapter 100 uh, into my devotion. So just kind of something for you guys to go and to look at and to think about um, something that maybe you could use in your life. I know it's, it's something that has greatly helped me out, but today we're looking at another Psalm that a lot of times I'll go and throw right in with Psalm chapter 100 as well. It's a little bit longer, uh, but it, it is convenient um, in the, sense that it's only a couple of page turns away from Psalm chapter 100 when I'm doing my devotions. So sometimes if it's one of those where I'm feeling like, hey, uh, I I read Psalm chapter 100 and it, it, it started to help with my grumbliness or whatever it might be, uh, but it didn't quite it didn't quite uh I get there, you know the the prescription. I need a little bit of a stronger prescription here. <laughs> uh, then I go to Psalm chapter one hundred and seven. Psalm chapter one hundred and seven, and that's what we're going to be looking at here this morning. And as you're going to see, it is very themed around Thanksgiving. It's a little bit of a longer psalm, so bear with me as we uh, have this scripture reading. It's a uh, forty some chapter or forty some verses uh, in this chapter. We're going to start in verse one, and it says this. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, who is redeemed from whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and has gathered out of the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in the desolate way. They found no city to dwell in, hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them, and they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses and he led them uh, forth by the right way that he that they might go to a city for a dwelling place oh that men would give thanks to the lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men for he satisfies the longing soul and he fills the hungry soul with goodness those Uh, "...who sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, bound in affliction and irons, because they rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help. And they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death, and he broke their chains in pieces." Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men, for he has broken the gates of bronze and cut bars of iron and two fools because of their transgression and because of their iniquities were afflicted. Their soul abhorred all manner of food and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgivings and declare his works with rejoicing those who go down to the sea in ships, who do business in great waters. They see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep, for he commands uh, and raises the stormy wind, which lifts up the waves of the sea, they mount up the heavens. They go down again to the depths. Their soul melts because of trouble. They reel to and fro and they stagger like a drunken man and uh, at their wits' end. Then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble and he brings them out of their distresses. He calms the storm so that the waves are still and they are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them to their desired haven. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him also in the assembly of the people and praise him in the company of elders. He turns the rivers into a wilderness and the water springs into dry ground, a fruitful land into barrenness for a wickedness of those who dwell in it. And he turns a wilderness into pools of water and dry land into water springs. There he makes the hungry dwell that they may establish a city for a dwelling place and sow fields and plant vineyards that they might yield a fruitful harvest. He has also... "...blesses them and multiplied them greatly, and he does not let their cattle decrease. When they are diminished and brought low through oppression and affliction and sorrow, he pours contempt on princes and causes them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. Yet he sets the poor on high, far from affliction, and he makes their families like a flock. The righteous see it and rejoice, and all iniquity stops its mouth." Whoever is wise will observe these things and they will understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Well, we see here a phrase that is used repeatedly in this chapter and it is, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men and we we see here it is something that is repeated time and time and time again and it it is one of those things where it is just a reminder that we need to give thanks to the lord and of course it gives it gives all kinds all kinds of reasons here uh, whether it's it's redemption that it's talking about in this chapter whether it's that idea of direction whether it's specific saving of those who 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 are out on the sea and deliverance from uh stormy waves whether it's uh deliverance from from sickness and and the bringing of healing uh that it talks about here um what whether it is the idea of going and taking care of uh the the poor and uh, who are righteous and going into taking care of them uh, or going and punishing the wicked also uh, and holding back blessings from them, we see here that there is a reason that we are to go and to say, oh, thank you, Lord, because you are good. And, you know, the goodness of God is one of those things that we need to stop and we need to really, really remember. I know I touched on this a little bit yesterday. Uh, but the goodness of God is something that is incredibly important to go and to see. Because, you, you know, I understand that while I'm talking about Thanksgiving and I'm talking about thankfulness, we're not always in seasons of our life to be thankful. And, and maybe you're in a season in your life where it seems like it's, it's, it's not easy to be thankful. You know, maybe you're going through uh, just incredible difficulty. Maybe you're going through a great trial. Maybe you, you got a diagnosis that you did not want to hear. Maybe you have a loved one who just passed away and you say, you know, my, my heart is sorrowful. How, how could I be thankful in, in this time and in this season of my life? But I want you to understand it's because of the goodness of God it's because of the goodness of God. When when things get difficult in your life, that is the time to press in to the goodness of God, to say, Lord, in your goodness, I am still trusting, and because I trust in your goodness, I can be thankful. I can be thankful. Trials are not easy to go through, and this life certainly is not for sissies. It's difficult, and it's full of trials, but God is good all the time. He is good all the time. And you know, it says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And it mentions two or three other times in this chapter as well, just that idea of going and saying it. And this is an important part about Thanksgiving. You, you can't be privately thankful for God. You know, a lot of people try to be privately thankful, but really it's a facade where, where oh yeah, I, I thank God all the time, but you know, they, they live their life and you can see that whenever you're around them, you've never really seen them be thankful unless somebody else says that they're thankful and then they're like, oh yeah, I'm thankful too. And then they have a bunch of, you know, qualifiers there. Hopefully that's not you. That's a terrible way to live your life. You need, if you've been redeemed, if you are a, a child of God, You need to be thankful for the goodness of God. Press into the goodness of God. But then you need to say so. You need to say so. You need to go and to talk about what you're thankful about. Don't privatize your thankfulness, but spread it around. Tell others about what God has done in your life. Make sure others can see that you are thankful for God. And that you're trusting in His goodness. Well, thank you for listening today. And remember Joshua 1, 8, and 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage, do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go nothing we can't overcome so that war you've been fighting will end in god's timing sing like the battle